Hello and welcome. My guest is Maine singer-songwriter Lisa Liza. Her latest release is Vanity Window, a hazy collection of one-take songs recorded to tape. I spoke with Lisa Liza and drummer Devin Ivey as they were touring through Philadelphia to talk about her writing and recording style, as well as her ambitions for the future. Here's Modern Light from this session.
awesome. Thank you. Thank you guys for coming and doing this. So, first of all, I just want to know how the tour is going. Um, so far, it's good. Yeah. yeah. So far, so far, so good. We've met a lot of uh, a lot of good ones out there. We just mm -hmm. came from uh, Swiss Vale, right outside of Pittsburgh. Had a, a sweet little small show over there. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and how long have you been playing with the drummer? Because I feel like it's very it's an interesting choice for music that's very kind of quiet and intimate for the most part. Um. I've been playing with Devin for like a year, really. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, Vanity Window is the latest release. Yeah. And uh, it's really awesome. Thank you. <laughs> yeah. Um, talk a little bit about how that came to be. It's like very, it's like all one take and everything, and that's really interesting. So. Um, that was recorded with my friend uh, Matt Lajoie and. He's a guitarist in another band called Herbcraft. Um, and actually, he was the one who recorded that. He had like a, it was basically just like a, like a tape recorder, um, but like nothing fancy. It was just like something you would use maybe for an interview. <laughs> <laughs> But like, I don't know, it just had a really good sound, and I think it's something you found at one point. And we weren't really sure, he was like, oh, maybe I should record stuff. Because we had been like practicing and playing together for a while, and he just like kind of hit the record button on one of our practices, mm -hmm. and it sounded good. <laughs> I don't know, so like that was how that, how that happened. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you, you just did an interview where you talked a little bit about about how the lyrics are often kind of buried, and yeah. I, and you're like cool with that, and I thought that was interesting because a lot of people are like really protective of their words, and they want to make sure it like hits people, especially mm -hmm. like I don't know how much you consider yourself a folk singer, but it's very much like a vehicle of communication. So that that was kind of interesting that uh, you're cool with the words being like buried in music. Yeah, well, I guess I feel like especially um, with Matt, I was trying to do more of like a psychedelic sound. And I'm trying to move away from maybe like the folk like uh, title, mm -hmm. <laughs> but I mean, um, yeah. And like, I guess like with psych music, I think like it's like my words. I feel really protective of them in a way. Like I really enjoy writing, um, and I want people to kind of hear it. But I also like the idea of someone kind of like letting it reach them their own way and kind of hearing mm -hmm. a little bit of what they want and using the voice as an instrument. Hmm. So, yeah. so would you say like um, atmosphere is more important than like a distinct meaning? Just creating like a sort of vibe yeah. to music? Definitely atmosphere I think is really like one of the most important things. Mm -hmm. um, uh, <laughs> I, I mean I also, I don't know. Yeah, I think it's I think it's about atmosphere. Mm -hmm. um, you're from Maine, mm -hmm. and uh, I wonder if that's like I feel like it's a very special place. I mean, it's really beautiful there. And mm -hmm. I'm wondering how much that affects your songwriting. Like, do you think it would sound a lot different if you lived somewhere else? 
know. I feel <laughs> yeah, like... I mean, I think it would sound totally different if I was from somewhere else. Like, I was raised in Maine, mm-hmm. like, most of my life. And, um, I don't know, it's kind of like, you know, like, you're in the woods and you're very secluded and, um, I don't know, like, parts of Maine have a very kind of, like, almost, like, haunted sort of feel because mm-hmm. it's just, like, really old houses and people have sort of been there forever. Mm-hmm. I feel like the winter has something to do with and it, too. And the winter, yeah. yeah, the seasons definitely yeah. are very intense there, and that's really, like, for the creative process, it definitely affects me. Mm-hmm. Um, not, you know, like, yeah, I think at some point... I don't know. Like, I think if I moved somewhere else, it would still sound, um, you would still hear, like, the influence that Maine kind of has on me, because it's mm-hmm. a really special place to me. Yeah. Is there, um, like, uh, a special, or a specific environment or space you like to be in when you're writing, or is there a certain... Um, I like to be very alone. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, I don't know. I, I don't like having a you know, like, five roommates be able to hear what I'm, yeah. you know, like, I like that, like, you're alone and you just kind of have the freedom to do whatever you want and, like, kind of sing songs out loud and stuff, but, like, if there's someone in the room next to you, it's kind of, it's harder to do <laughs> that, and I don't know, like, probably my favorite situations of writing songs have just been, like, maybe at my folks' place in the woods mm-hmm. and no one's home, and it's just like, uh, yeah. Do you think Do you think there's something special about kind of writing for yourself instead of, like, do you ever have to kind of forget about the fact that you will probably be, like, publishing your songs later on? Yeah, all the time, and I think that's, like, really important to me. I, like, I don't know, one of the reasons that I decided to write music, or main reason, was, like, for myself, mm-hmm. you know, like, as kind of, like, a almost, um, almost something that like nurtures you you know Mm -hmm. and so like I guess that's why I'm very protective of it and like also like if there were other people in the room maybe listening to what I was writing and singing at the time I would feel kind of like that might influence you Mm -hmm. know me getting into like just like a mode of yeah yeah it'd almost be like I guess an invasion of like personal space almost yeah exactly (laughs) (laughs) uh do you guys want to play another song Yeah. Yeah, Yeah. sounds great.
passé. <laughs> so, um, over the last, like, two or so years, you put out quite a few EPs. Mm -hmm. I wonder how often do you record? Um, <laughs> I record a lot, um, but, like, I don't know. Uh, like if I if I write a song, I usually record it as soon as possible. Now I have like a phone that I'll just record things on for mm -hmm. demo. Um, but I don't know. It, it seems like it, like two years ago, I just started kind of having another like uh, cycle where I could write again a lot. And before then, I hadn't been able to write very much. So it's just kind of like I've written a lot a lot of songs. Um, I forget, um, <laughs> and I just, you know, like, so I record when I can, yeah. Mm -hmm. So when, how do you decide, like, uh, when you should put it onto a collection of songs? Like, is there, is it when you have, like, a similar vibe between mm -hmm. songs, or Definitely, yeah, it's like, I'll kind of, like, play shows with a set of songs, and, um, sort of, like, I guess like almost like edit out ones that don't really fit the vibe and then I'll just like kind of like group those together as an aggregate of songs mm -hmm. I guess has been the case. I don't know I haven't really thought about it like that much like I kind of just wanted to um, you know like have them out there. Mm -hmm. yeah. So you're just kind of trying to like put out as much as possible as you come up with it? Yeah right now yeah and I think like yeah, I'd like to do like a full length album eventually. So that's what you know, like a lot of the things have been shorter EPs and I think it's like important to my art or whatever or whatever <laughs> I'm doing. Like <laughs> I don't think that they're like but they weren't like the ones that I wanted to put on vinyl or something. Mm -hmm. you know? Like it's kind of like a process or something. And I want people to see it. Mm -hmm. <laughs> So th this is kind of like leading up to like a more serious full length, you think? Yeah, yeah, hmm. cool. definitely. Um, so in the way you record, it seems like there's like uh, a multitude of fidelities from song to song. Is yeah. that, do you decide how to record just based on what the song needs or is it more like a matter of circumstance? Um, it's usually like what I feel the song needs. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, so yeah. Oh, sorry, go ahead. I know, I was going to say, what kind of like, equipment do you record on? Um, I usually, I recorded, like, um, mostly on, like, I have, like, a little Tascam 4-track. Mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, so that's what I usually use. <laughs> yeah. Um, I wanted to ask you if there's any gospel influence, because there are a couple songs on the first EP that sound very gospel especially, was it Worry Angel? Yeah, um... <laughs> There is actually like I really do like gospel music. Mm -hmm. um, <laughs> I, there was a band that I was listening to a lot. Um, well, both like well, Gilli uh, sorry, yeah, Gillian Welch, you know. Her? Yeah. Yeah. So like, uh, I was really inspired around then by her. So and she's also like very into gospel and like possible country kind of stuff. Um, so, yeah. <laughs> I don't know if I would guess that influence. I mean, I don't know oh, really? that much about her music, but I feel like it's yeah. more like 
I don't know. I don't know, I just wouldn't care. Oh yeah, she's definitely gospel of mm-hmm. Yeah. Um the band that I'm thinking there's a a particular band I was listening to at the time. Uh, the Staple Singers. Mm-hmm. Do you like them? Oh. I don't know. <laughs> Is it oh with like Mavis Staples? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Mm. Um I was really into that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> cool. Yeah. Um and actually, since we were talking about building up to a full length, I'm wondering how long do you think that'll be until like you're ready to put out something that's more like, I guess that would stand yeah. as your official like <laughs> artistic statement. <laughs> mm-hmm. Well, I, I hope that nothing is ever my official artistic <laughs> statement. <laughs> um, <laughs> but yeah, uh, I guess, well, right now I'm working on a couple of things. Um, I think it's a matter of like, I want to build, like, kind of a community, like, around me, mm-hmm. um, and I think, like, w- with music, and I think, like, once I feel like, you know, like, I have that right community that I want to, like, sort of give back to that in a certain way, mm-hmm. um, and I think, you know, like, I have some things right now, um, that I'm, I'm recording, and, I don't know, uh, you know, it's a lot of uh, work, I think, to put out a vinyl and put mm-hmm. out like a full length, and I just want it to be the right, the right time and the right thing. Mm-hmm. So. so you're just trying not to rush it, I guess. And yeah, take and take my time. Yeah, like I don't know. Um, there's this philosopher um, that I was studying this year, because that's like another thing I do is go to school for philosophy, but. Um, his name is Deleuze, and he talks about, like, I don't know, just, like, artists who paint. They do, like, like um, a lot of artists will will kind of, like, get famous for a certain medium, like, mm-hmm. color or whatever. But then if you look back in their uh, catalog, a lot of them, you know, started off just black and white. And they, they weren't famous for their, like, black and white mm-hmm. stuff or no one really gave a care, but it was like their process of getting to where they needed to be. Yeah. And, you know, like, I kind of feel like sometimes you, you need to paint black and white before you do color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So you're still doing black and white? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, see, is there anything else you guys want to know? <laughs> um, probably. Um, there's probably some things. <laughs> well, where to find us? Yeah. Um, we have music on Bandcamp mm-hmm. and also SoundCloud. Um, I tend to put like a little more like acoustic stuff that I do solo on my SoundCloud. Mm-hmm. Um, things that don't quite like make uh, an album or an EP. But I've always been like I don't know. I like following that kind of stuff. Like if I'm into an artist, like mm-hmm. I like seeing you know stuff they do. Yeah. Like, besides like the end product so um so there's stuff on soundcloud and there's stuff like on Bandcamp, which is the albums and eps that you were talking about mm-hmm. and then we have a facebook cool. oh yeah and i actually wanted to ask you about the name yeah lisa slash liza yeah which by the way if i'm just saying it do i just say lisa liza yeah okay <laughs> what's that um that is <laughs> <laughs> um well all of my life I've kind of had like a 
Well, my name is spelled L-I-Z-A, mm -hmm. and um, I've always been called Lisa. Mm -hmm. Like, you know, even my family would call me Lisa, and I'm not, you know, I'm not really entirely sure why they chose that. <laughs> but, um, but I just kind of like got used to it when I was a kid, and like people asked if I wanted to change it, and I was like, no, it's my name. And then it got, it kind of like when I, I don't know, sometime I was living in like New York City or something, and. I started like introducing myself to people like I didn't know as like Liza and my friends were like what are you what are you doing and I was like oh it's less complicated <laughs> so then they started nicknaming me and they were calling me like Lisa Liza and that was my nickname <laughs> so it was kind of like a joke yeah sort of like <laughs> cool and then I was just like oh that's my man <laughs> <laughs> some friends like to call us Lisa Lisa as, <laughs> as a yeah. joke <laughs> cool yeah
Thank you guys so much. That was really awesome. Thank you, man. Yeah. It's a bunch.